Welcome to the Clinical Education Initiative podcast, Conversations with CEI, where we feature conversations with clinical experts, their experience and insights on current health issues in the areas of HIV, primary care and prevention, sexual health, hepatitis C, and drug user health. My name is Dr. Linda Long, and I'm the Medical Director for the Hepatitis C and Drug User Health Center of Excellence at CEI. On today's episode, I'll lead us in a discussion with Dr. Tatiana Kushner about hepatitis C among women and pregnant persons, including the reasons for hepatitis C testing during pregnancy and current evidence for direct-acting antiviral treatment for hepatitis C during pregnancy. Hepatitis C is the most commonly reported bloodborne infection in the United States, responsible for more deaths than all 60 reportable infectious diseases combined. Once most prevalent among baby boomers, or those born between 1945 and 1965, the current hepatitis C burden disproportionately affects young adults who inject drugs, including women of childbearing age. Because of this epidemiological shift, perinatal transmission, which happens when a pregnant person living with hepatitis C passes it on to their baby either within the uterus or during labor, is also on the rise. Approximately 6% of infants born to people with hepatitis C will become infected. Given the increased prevalence of hepatitis C among women of childbearing age, more people with hepatitis C will become pregnant, and for many of them, obstetric care will be their primary encounter with the healthcare system. Hepatitis C screening during pregnancy presents an opportunity for early identification as well as dialogue between pregnant persons and their clinicians about transmission and risk. In a sense, pregnancy presents an ideal opportunity to diagnose hepatitis C among pregnant persons, link them to care, and refer them to treatment. Tackling hepatitis C among women, and during pregnancy in particular, is critical to achieving the New York State Hepatitis C Elimination Plan's goal to eliminate hepatitis C as a public health problem in this state by 2030. In today's episode, we will talk about the importance of hepatitis C screening, care, and treatment among women and pregnant persons, as well as evolving recommendations and guidelines. It is my honor to introduce our guest, Dr. Tatiana Kushner. Dr. Kushner is Associate Professor in the Division of Liver Diseases at the Icon School of Medicine at Mount Sinai here in New York, and she has a joint appointment in the Department of Obstetrics and Gynecology. Dr. Kirshner's clinical and research interests focus on clinical predictors, epidemiological trends, and outcomes in viral hepatitis and liver disease during pregnancy. Her clinical practice encompasses the full spectrum of liver disease from non-alcoholic steatohepatitis, or NASH, to cirrhosis and decompensated liver disease. Thanks for joining me today, Tatiana. How's your day going? My day is going well. I'm glad to be here. Great. So let's get started with a little background. Can you tell us about the current state of hepatitis C among women and pregnant persons? Yes, for sure. So I would say that over the past decade or so, we've really seen a shift in the epidemiology of hepatitis C in the United States, as well as within parts of the United States. And the shift has really gone from the majority of new hepatitis C being diagnosed among the quote-unquote baby boomer age group, those individuals born from 1945 to 1965, 
And it has shifted to really highest prevalence of new infections or new diagnosis of hepatitis C in young adults. And of course, that includes individuals that are potentially pregnant and women of childbearing age. Why the shift? Well, the shift has really occurred as a result of the opioid epidemic and injection drug use. We know that likely around 75% of new infections that are being diagnosed of hepatitis C are related to injection drug use. And so this shift in the epidemiology is really a result of issues that we're having really on a national level with injection drug use. So as a result, we're seeing a lot more hepatitis C being diagnosed in young individuals, which includes women of childbearing age, and of course, includes individuals who pursue pregnancy who may be diagnosed at the time of pregnancy. Wow. I bet that's more prevalent than some clinical providers may realize and also impacting a different group of persons than traditionally. Is that why you and so many other folks might be advocating for universal hepatitis C screening among pregnant persons? Yes, for sure. That has a lot to do with it. Previously, the general practice was for risk-based screening of hepatitis C during pregnancy, meaning that those individuals who endorsed risky behaviors, such as, of course, injection drug use, among others, such a history of blood transfusion, being a dialysis patient, having tattoos, and others, if a patient endorsed or shared those risk factors at the time of their pregnancy care, then the provider would test them for hepatitis C. But we've seen not just in hepatitis C, but in other viruses, for example, HIV and hepatitis B, that risk-based screening really doesn't work. It doesn't work because it really under identifies patients who may have the condition. Because especially during times such as pregnancies, individuals may be less likely to share their risk-based behaviors with their providers. But in addition, busy obstetricians and other providers may not have the time to take a detailed risk-based history to know that someone may be at risk for hepatitis C and then take the extra step to screen for hepatitis C. So the idea and the knowledge that risk-based screening doesn't work, coupled with the fact that we've really seen an increase in hepatitis C among young people and pregnant persons, really demonstrates the importance of universal screening. Because with universal screening, we screen everyone during pregnancy, regardless of risk factors, and that way are best suited to identify people that, are, that may have hepatitis C. And in fact, there have also been studies to show that many people who are diagnosed with hepatitis C during pregnancy and otherwise may not even know that they had certain risk factors. They may not know where or how they acquired hepatitis C. So in that case in particular, it's important to screen everyone. Pregnancy is often the only touch point that person may have with the healthcare system, they may not be normally seeing primary care providers or other providers. And when they become pregnant, of course, they're coming to seek care during pregnancy. 
So this is really an opportunity to screen everyone, to identify them when they are engaged in healthcare and in contact with the healthcare system. Thanks for that. And so is universal screening currently a widely adopted recommendation? Who's currently on board and who still needs to catch up? Those are great questions. So over the past few years, there has been endorsement of universal screening recommendations by several very important societies. So initially, the Liver Society, AASLD, and the Infectious Disease Society, IDSA, they recommended that all individuals be screened during pregnancy back in 2018. And at that point, they were the only society that was recommending universal screening. But subsequently, more recently, other guidelines have also began to recommend this. So both the CDC and the USPSTF, the United States Preventative Services Task Force, universal screening for hepatitis C. And most recently, actually, ACOG, which is the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists, has also recommended screening of all people during pregnancy. I think the ACOG guideline was arguably the most important because the people, the providers that are seeing these patients during pregnancy, of course, are the OBGYNs, the obstetricians. And so now really there's agreement between all of the different expert guidelines. But then the next question becomes, has there been uptake of these recommendations? And there has been a survey study done to see how many hospitals are actually doing universal screening. And still, many hospitals are not doing universal screening. There was a study conducted in 2019 that polled a number of different clinical practices across the country and found that among the practices, 71% were still doing risk-based screening. Less than 30% we're doing universal screening during pregnancy. And so I think that it's great that we have the guidelines and we have the agreement between all of the different important societies and governing bodies, but we still need to work on increasing uptake of these recommendations to make sure that across health systems that universal screening is being done. So if we adopted universal screening among pregnant persons across New York State today, what impact do you think it would have for our patients and our community? And what are the available hepatitis C treatment options for pregnant persons? Those are great questions. I think that part of the hesitancy with recommending universal screening initially was providers said, well, even if we do diagnose someone with hepatitis C during pregnancy, what are what would we do differently? How would management be different? And could we offer any kind of treatment in the context of pregnancy? And the field has really been evolving where we are coming to a point where maybe treatment options can be available for pregnant persons. So I think that if we adopted universal screening across health systems in New York State, we inevitably would identify more patients and we would diagnose more people with hepatitis C and we could potentially intervene. And I think there are 
several different aspects that are really important about potentially intervening for hepatitis C during pregnancy. So one, of course, is if we can treat the mom, if we can treat the pregnant person during pregnancy, we can cure her. So that's one. Another is that there is a risk of mother-to-child transmission or vertical transmission during pregnancy. So that risk is quoted to be around 6%, but for individuals who are co-infected with HIV, that risk is doubled, so probably around 12%. So potentially, if we can treat during pregnancy, we can reduce the risk of transmission to the baby. In addition, we're also learning more about how having hepatitis C during pregnancy may impact pregnancy outcomes. So having hepatitis C during pregnancy can increase the risk of pregnancy complications such as cholestasis of pregnancy or preterm delivery. And so potentially, if we were to intervene and address hepatitis C during pregnancy, then we can actually improve pregnancy outcomes overall. So the next question becomes then, what can we do? And, and what are, can we treat someone while they're pregnant? And I think this is a very exciting and active area of research and also making its way into clinical practice. So we know that we have direct acting antiviral agents that are very effective and that can be used with finite duration of treatment. So eight to 12 weeks and you are cured. And we also know that these medications based on animal data overall appear to be safe during pregnancy. Furthermore, because it's such a finite duration of treatment, we can treat just in the second or third trimester without having to expose the individual during first trimester, which is viewed as the time of highest risk for potential harm to the infant. And so there are many potential benefits to the use of these direct-acting antiviral agents during pregnancy. However, on the other side, there's also a hesitancy from providers and pregnant persons as well about taking medications during pregnancy. People are very rightfully concerned in general about any exposure to really any medication during pregnancy. And so really, you know, I think it's something that ultimately should come down to a discussion between the patient and provider and is a situation which lends itself very well to joint decision-making. But also, we are accumulating more data now about the safety and efficacy of hepatitis C treatment during pregnancy. So there's already one published clinical trial of the use of sofosbuvir ledipasvir during pregnancy. There's also a larger multi-sensor study specifically addressing the use of sofosbuvir vilpatosvir during pregnancy. And there's also a recently developed hepatitis C pregnancy registry, which has been developed by the CDC in order to accumulate data on exposure to these medications during pregnancy so that if people are treated in clinical practice and we have the data available regarding 
outcomes, then we can use that real-world data to inform our own practices. Thank you, Tatiana. So, I mean, it sounds like this is a great solution, universal screening followed by treatment for all uh, pregnant persons who might have hepatitis C. Do you think that this is something that our frontline providers, many of whom may be primary care providers who are listening to this episode, could they take this on? Is Are there other barriers that, you know, you might foresee people encountering? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I still think it sounds great, but I still think that there are complexities to, you know, this situation on, on many different levels. I would say that oftentimes, well, first of all, universal screening, I think everyone should be doing and definitely primary care providers, obstetric providers should really think about pregnancy as a time that we definitely should screen everyone. And I really think that's very important. But even that has some complexity in the sense that there is stigma associated with hepatitis C still. And I've had patients who I have met who underwent universal screening and were found to have hepatitis C during pregnancy and were quite upset about kind of the implications of sharing potentially their risk-based behaviors and what this may mean in terms of what may happen with their child and really not wanting to discuss during pregnancy at a time where they're trying to kind of focus on the baby, focus on their health overall. And now you're reminding them maybe of of behaviors that they've had in the past, perhaps that they're no longer engaged in, but that have led to hepatitis C. So I think even, yes, we we should definitely screen everyone, but I think to a degree, maybe even some pre-screening counseling would be beneficial, but definitely education and counseling after the diagnosis for sure, because it's not a diagnosis that is not stigma-free and that patients are happy to receive, especially at kind of a high-stress time as it is during pregnancy. I think also with the diagnosis, it's not just about the virus as you begin to understand the risk factors such as injection drug use that have contributed to the hepatitis C, this also needs to be folded into your counseling and and the care that you provide to the patient. It's not just hepatitis C alone. The risk behavior that may have led to the hepatitis C may still be ongoing. And it's very important in the counseling that we provide to people to also provide them with counseling as well as linkage to services that also address their substance use. And especially during pregnancy, the idea of harm reduction in order to improve their pregnancy outcomes and their overall health is really, really critical. So I think the barriers in screening that it is important to understand the implications of why this patient may have hepatitis C. I think the challenge with just doing hepatitis C screening is that it's not just about the hepatitis C. We also need to be aware as providers of resources available and approaches to the treatment, not just of the hepatitis C, but also of the coexistent substance use potentially. And then the question about treatment during pregnancy, I think that also has complexities. On one hand, sure, it's a finite duration of treatment, just one pill a day. From what we know, it's safe. Why not 
just treat people. But I would say still the majority of patients and providers that I have spoken to about this are really hesitant to introduce any medication during pregnancy. I think that with the COVID pandemic, we've seen an increased attention to the importance of including pregnant people in, for example, vaccine trials and medication, because we saw with COVID that pregnant individuals were excluded from COVID vaccine trials. And we learned that having COVID during pregnancy was associated with adverse outcomes. So we began to understand that it is important to understand the safety and potential efficacy of the use of vaccines and medications during pregnancy. But still, there are many barriers towards just this concept of treating someone who is pregnant with hepatitis C medication or any other medication for that matter. Thanks, Tatiana. And I really love your comment about being mindful about stigma and bias that pregnant persons may experience and the importance of really trying to take a more holistic approach to care that includes harm reduction and a menu of options for patients, no matter where they are on the spectrum of use of recovery. And I'm guessing that also includes involving other folks who might be able to counsel and help patients during this very challenging time, which includes maybe peers and other people who have been through similar experiences. Do you think there's room for optimism with respect to hep- treating and eliminating hepatitis C among pregnant persons in New York State? What does the future really hold for, for hepatitis C among women and pregnant people across our state? Yeah, I think, I, I hope that there is room for optimism. I think that some would say that pregnant individuals are kind of the last frontier of hepatitis C treatment in the sense that we don't really have currently clear guidelines or recommendations of who, which pregnant individuals to treat and with what medications and and when. However, I think the field in general is understanding that eliminating hepatitis C in pregnant people and women of childbearing age is a critical piece of the road to hepatitis C elimination in general. And I think that as the last frontier, it's gaining more attention now, which is great news. I think New York State with programs such as CEI is doing an excellent job in terms of identifying this as an important population. You know, we hope to partner with ACOG to also spread awareness about the importance of screening for hepatitis C in pregnancy in the obstetric context. And so I think that New York State hopefully will be a leader in these endeavors in terms of really making sure that universal screening is done during pregnancy, as well as that services are in place to make sure that women are not lost actually after pregnancy. The part that we haven't mentioned yet also is that during pregnancy, women are kind of engaged in healthcare, kind of a captive audience. But after pregnancy, during the postpartum period, there's often loss to follow up. And I think it's really important to use pregnancy as an opportunity to identify people who may have hepatitis C, make sure they're linked to care and whether they're treated during pregnancy or down the line that we really use this as an opportunity. And I think that hopefully, you know, over the next 6, 12, 24 months, we'll see more of this being done, that universal screening will become 
kind of universal across practices in New York State. And then the question of treatment will also start entering the clinical realm from just the research context. Thank you again. And as we wrap up today's episode, what I'm curious, you know, if you could share just three short key takeaways that all of our clinicians should really remember after listening to this episode related to the future of hepatitis C among women and pregnant persons in New York? So I think the top three takeaways. So the first is really the importance of universal screening in pregnancy. And for providers practicing in health systems or other settings, it's important to know and to understand what is currently being done in the obstetrics context at your health system or from your referring obstetric providers. And if universal screening is not currently being done in your health system or wherever you practice, it would be important to start that conversation and make sure that universal screening is implemented. Because I really do think it's an opportunity to identify people with hepatitis C and really cure them, whether it's during pregnancy or after. I think another important takeaway is really that it's not just about the hepatitis C. When you identify someone with hepatitis C, particularly in a quote-unquote vulnerable period like pregnancy, it's important really to try to be mindful of the potential stigma associated with it, but also the associated risks. So that we're not just talking about the virus, but we are using this as an opportunity to delve more into the conversation of well, what were the risk factors for hepatitis C and can we also help with that? And can we provide any services or care navigation or linkage, especially during pregnancy at this very high stakes time period that that can help your health and your life overall? And I think the third takeaway is to begin to think about the role of direct acting antiviral treatment of hepatitis C during pregnancy. It's still a relatively new conversation, but I think there are definitely individuals who can really benefit from treatments during pregnancy. And there's ongoing research so that hopefully we'll have a lot more data relatively soon. But if you do have someone who is pregnant and has hepatitis C, definitely can reach out to me or CEI and we'd be more than happy to kind of help either link to an ongoing clinical trial or potentially treat in clinical, in the clinical care context. Well, this is a really wonderful session. Thank you so much for joining me today, Tatiana. And I'm actually really excited to hear the emerging results from all of these newer studies looking at direct acting antiviral treatment in pregnant persons for hepatitis C. I also want to thank our listeners and for everybody who is joining in. If you're interested in learning more, I invite you to join us again on October 19th at 4.30 p.m. for a presentation on universal hepatitis C screening among pregnant persons to reduce stigma and advance elimination with Dr. Tatiana Kushner. Details on how to register are available on our website at www.ceitraining.org. Thanks so much for the invitation, and I look forward to continuing this discussion. Thank you for tuning in. Join us next time for a new episode of Conversations with CEI. Visit us at ceitraining.org and follow us on CEI social media platforms.